we're interviewing for our YouTube page podcast okay. for, um, for caring for mom and dad, but we're going live on Facebook. This is the first thing we're very excited. Um, I'm with Carrie Alberts. Did I say it right? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. She is dementia darling. That's me. So tell us how you became to be dementia darling. Oh gosh. A long time ago. It feels like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I unfortunately experienced my grandmother go through, um, dementia and yeah. as a 13 year old is when, and when unfortunately, um, she passed. So it was a couple of years before. So when I was a little younger than that, that I was like, what's going on? Like, this is just strange, you know, yeah. and you just, and watching my father, I didn't really know what was going on, but he was the sole family caregiver and it was up to him. And, um, watching him do all of this crazy hard stuff on top of being a dad and being a professional. Right. And so I always wondered, you know, how he did that. And, and, you know, I loved visiting the memory care my grandma was in and I loved seeing the workers and I always thought they were incredible. And then, um, that always, I, I've always gravitated to seniors as well. And so when I got to college, my parents were like, there's a school of gerontology at your college. We're signed. Let's sign up. Let's, you know, and, uh, <laughs> this is your wheelhouse, you know, and, um, I'm so glad I never looked back. It was the best thing I ever did. And, um, that's when I started my professional caregiving journey, um, about 10, 10 years ago now. Wow. And, uh, it's been incredible, uh, mainly in adult daycare settings and, um, and, as an activity director and memory cares and and all of that and it's just been incredible getting to know caregivers and and the people and people living with dementia uh i just i i absolutely love love this community so um i just i i focused in all of my studies in it and i i was able to get my master of science focused in gerontology the study of aging and then i got my certified um dementia practitioner license. And I'm just, uh, from there, I realized I just want to support caregivers. This is so hard and they don't have enough. Yes. So, uh, what, what can I do? What can I do to be there for them? So, uh, that's yeah. where dementia darling started. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. Let's start with that. What can we do for caregivers? Oh my gosh. Can we do <sighs> They, they need so much. First off, what I like when I talk to people, I say, what do you need? And they say, I honestly just want to vent to someone that gets it. And that yes. is at least met someone with dementia and <laughs> understands it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so I just like to be a listening ear, a shoulder, a shoulder yeah. to lean on um, to start with. But I also think, you know, um, just giving people, but specifically the caregivers and their family members, education. Because yeah. education makes us feel confident and right. makes us feel good, right? And we can do things and we can handle this. Yeah. And um, so, but there's so much that caregivers need and we need to do better. And so I'm so glad there's people like you out there. Well, I think it's huge because, and I'm sure you've seen it too. People are so focused on the one with dementia. And yes. so we kind of overlook the caregiver and the needs right. are incredible. And they're so isolated and they don't know how to ask or say, I'm drowning. And they feel guilty for drowning. Totally. Yeah. And they don't know how to say, I'm drowning. I need help. And we see caregivers get sick and die sooner than the one with dementia because everyone's focused on the one with dementia or, you know, the illness that we're talking yes. about. Yes. 
Yes. Oh, the numbers are staggering. I remember um, when I first learned it was what it was like 40% of caregivers. And I, I still don't like to say it because I almost can't fathom that it's that high. That, but it, but I but at the same time, we can because they are neglected, unfortunately, but they say that about 40% of caregivers will pass away before the person they're they're caring for. And it's a scary number. It's insane. I can't fathom it. And I just, yeah. it, it breaks my heart that these caregivers feel so alone because they're not even kind of even close to being alone. No. 11 no. million of just dementia right. caregivers in the right. US. Yeah. So um, you are not alone, right? And so we need to be more vocal about it. That's why I love doing podcasts and getting out there because we need to say you are not alone. Right. And people do understand you and we're here to help in any way we can. Right. Um, but I've been talking this week on my, on my page about single caregivers. And so don't get me started with all the other barriers that get on top of that and, yeah. you know, and, and millennial caregivers and, you know, everything right. in between. Right. And I see a lot of times with like caregivers who are main caregiver, you know, other family thinks they're supporting, but they really don't know the burden of the day in and the day out. And, did they turn off the stove? Are they just carrying that all the time? You know, like just bringing in dinner a few times a week really isn't relieving that burden of the worry. No, and they, and it's just so hard when, um, because it seems to just be put on one sibling. We yeah. see that most commonly, right? Yeah, it's not always, on purpose. No, it's no, it's just an awareness of the burden. No, and I don't think we're, we just don't know as a society enough right. and, and it's scary and it's, and we don't want to mess up and we think people, you know, have it handled because we aren't talking about it and we aren't asking for help, but um, yeah, there, it's too much pressure on these poor caregivers right. and uh, they, then they lose themselves. They don't have a life yeah. and everything gets put on hold. Right? Yeah. So, it's yeah. terribly isolating. It's yes. isolating, which yes. is partly why you think that you're going through it alone, but it, the loneliness that it brings on the loneliness. And can we talk about just normalizing the feelings of caregivers? Like yes. it's normal to be a little resentful. Like yes, all feelings, guilty, right? It's all yes. feeling all across the yeah. spectrum. You're right. going to be happy and sad and all in one day and yeah. one hour, right? <laughs> right. And cherish those moments and then mm-hmm. mourn the loss and it's going to be all over and to just normalize them. Like exactly. you're going to be all over the map. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think, you know, we're all, I hate seeing positive vibes only here, you know, right. and things like that. And I'm like, no, we're human. Life is tough. Yeah, this can be all the vibes. Right. <laughs> all of them all. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and the, and they're normal. And so to find a support group or support, like you were talking, like someone else you can vent to that you can call and say, I didn't sleep all night They're You know, like they get it. They just get it because oh, they're in it. Yeah. And thankfully, one of the good things that came out of the pandemic was that I think that we've reached out online and yes. the community, the dementia caregiver community on Instagram that and in TikTok as in Facebook. I mean, yes. it's insane. People just want to be heard and want to connect and support each other. And I love watching these people and, and connect and say, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. You get it. Yes. And my mom did that too. And my dad did right. that. And you know, and right. yes, and it's incredible to see. So I'm excited that we're at least connecting, even from afar. I feel like you can feel such support, even if it's not physical and you're in person right. with them, but you can really get support online. It's wonderful. Right. right. So if you run into someone who just, they're not really in the depths of it, they're not really in the trenches yet. 
but they're heading there. What would you tell them? What would you tell them as you see them going there? Prepare, prepare, prepare. So um, yeah, just get yourself ready, educate, but again, don't dive head first where it's too much and then you don't want to go forward. Right. So we want to take it little by little, but you, but education is your key. That's your power. That's going to make you feel like you can handle things and you'll know who to ask for help and who to turn to if you're educated on what might be coming. But I think if you, if you see this coming and, and things are going in that direction, you know, you, it's time to talk to an elder attorney. It's time to talk to people people like you, you know, it's time to talk to these places that can get you set up for success because later on, if you don't do it in time, it's going to be way more of a headache, right? (laughs) Oh, we say all the time in our law office, like it's, it's too late. Like it's too late. But in the beginning, they still have good moments of the day where they really can make good decisions and say what they want. So grab it quick. Like and be part, of, and they should be part of their own care. They yes. should have a voice. So we need to yes. do this right away, right. so they can be part of that process. Right? Yeah, they deserve that. Right? You, and, yeah. yeah. Do you see that? Do you see some like denial going on? Like we get a lot of time where the spouse is telling the other one, like your mom is in trouble, and they're like, Nah, nah, she's fine. She's just a little forgetful. But that's just mom. That's yeah. mom. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And, yeah, it's so hard. Yeah. Well, and denial's just hard in general. You know, you just and you, and you as a professional, you don't want to be like, "Come on, hello," right, because because right. at the same time, I'm sure I would be the same way if it was yeah. my family. Right. But we have to be in a way. We have to say it in a in you know um, a sensitive way to say, "I know this is so tough, but you're saving yourself." some really big hardships down the line and we need to honor your loved one and we need to see what's happening so we can do the best we can for them. Yeah. Yeah. Ask them what they want before they can't tell you anymore. Yeah. But that denial, man, and the guilt and the, you know, oh, if I, but if I go forward with this, are they going to, what if it's not true? And then they're going to, they're going to be mad at me. And then, you know, it's just, there's so many things and so many components, but it needs to be talked about. I feel like, um, just way in advance. I, I love that I'm in this field because I write in high, you know, and out of college in college and out of college, I was like, okay, mom and dad, we're having these combos because right, I'm not waiting. Right. I'm not waiting. <laughs> we call it, we call it the talk. Like the, yeah. You, yeah. You're they didn't want to have the talk with you when you were exactly now it's my <laughs> you don't have the talk with them. Like it's just as awkward. It really it's is. So true. It's so necessary. And, um, and yeah, and I, and it's just helpful. I mean, who wants to go in something that intense and and choosing things for someone else blindly? Yeah. We, we want some, some type of, you know, um, uh, direction to go in and what, what they're looking for and what, um, would make them happy. Right. And, and, and here's the thing, you're not alone in that either. Like we tell people, you know, like you said, like mom and dad are going to be so mad. Well, you don't have to, you can, Hey mom, let's go. Like we, I tell people call me all the time. I don't know how to talk to mom. Don't say, Hey, we found a great attorney. Let's come in and let the attorney talk to him. Let the attorney say the hard things. Let the attorney say, what is it you want? Like you, like you could come in and Hey, this is what we're looking for. What, where do you want to go? If something happens, you know, you don't have to have that talk you can remain the child and bring in a professional to have that talk. And it's so much easier. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always like to make the, you know, with like taking away a license, let's say I'm always like, make the doctor be the bad guy. Right. Right. But but then on the other hand, it sucks because when we love people and sometimes we have to make hard decisions out of love 
and we have to accept that they're going to be pissed off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like being a parent. I'm not a parent, right. but I know I've been like, mom, you're the worst, but then right. it turned out to be the best thing yeah. ever. And yeah. so you kind of have to say, you know, I know you're not happy about this, but I'm doing this out of my love for you. And it's, I, it's the best thing, you yeah. know? So and to tell you so, I have to tell myself, I have like seven kids. So I'm always telling myself, oh my action is, doesn't mean I did it wrong. Like, even if they're upset, maybe I did it right. And that's why they're upset. Like you just, but we don't want to upset mom and dad. And we want, no. my thing also is to bring in professionals as much as you can. And there are a lot of free sources out there. Like I, yes. I'm not here to advertise and that's not what this is about, but it's about saying there is so much help out there. You don't have to do this alone. And to retain that um, relationship of mother, father, child, as long as you can, so that, so that you can retain that relationship and turn the care and the hard stuff over to the professionals. But there's a guilt doing that. But oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, which I but get. I, I totally oh, get. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. and like, and I agree with all the services that are out there. And I didn't know they were out there either until I really got into the business of nonprofit work and stuff. I mean, we just don't know it's out there. And it's yes. and and of course, you know, those services that are free, they don't have the budgets to market. So right. we have to try to find those places, right? right? So we have to be creative. And um, I like to say, you know, because I know this is just another thing I'm throwing at caregivers. Now go call a bunch of places and right. figure it out. Right. I don't like to do that. So I like to say, you know, okay, are there people in your life that are maybe long distance that are willing to help you in some way? Tell them, can you please find a nonprofit that does this, this, and this? Can you please do some calling for me? You know, reach out to people because that kind of stuff people won't be weird about doing, right? Because right. everyone can pick up the phone and call someone for you. Yes. So that's something you can ask others to help you with. Uh, um, for sure. But it's definitely out there. Like you said, there's a, so much free help. Thankfully we have the internet now and right, right. <laughs> yeah. just not alone in it. Like that's kind yeah. of it's like, and the overwhelm, like when people come into, to our office and they're in like a limbic brain, like yeah. it's fight, flight or freeze. And oh yeah. And you're mourning, you're really mourning the loss of, you know, a parent in a way. And you're making okay. all these life decisions in a Huge brain that's decisions. not meant to be thinking and making decisions. And so to have someone come in and help you kind of think it through, is just huge. Huge. And someone that you can trust, like yes. you guys, and someone that you, that can say, I get it. I get it. This sucks. Right. Let's talk about it. And Let's it's overwhelming. It. Yeah. It's yeah. too much information for you to yep. process by yes. yourself. Yes. Like, like, give me some you. of it. Give me yeah. some of it. We'll figure it out. You yeah. Know? And yeah. we don't have to figure it out today. No, not everything needs to be right. right. No. Right. No, I, I yeah. love that. Yeah. It doesn't all need to happen once you get a diagnosis, right? Right. Absolutely. I'm going to kind of look at um, some of the questions. Is there something you really kind of wanted to hit on as you go through the intake? I mean, I talk about everything. I could talk forever. It's bad. I could talk forever. But I just want caregivers, uh, again, like we were saying, to just never feel alone and to see that there are resources out there and you don't have to be on Instagram to feel, get resources. You don't have to be on Facebook, you know, there are, there are other people and, and places out there. And, um, I, and, uh, what was it? I just want caregivers to put themselves as a priority. And yeah. that's what's so, it just breaks my heart because we put so much effort into everything for our loved ones. Right. And then we just, you know, eat a fast food thing and then plop in a bed and do nothing yeah. for ourselves anymore. And I get it. You don't have the time. Yeah. We have to give ourselves grace and we maybe pull back on, you know what? Let me not entertain my loved one 
for 10 hours a day, every day and take an hour for myself. You know, it's okay to do that. (laughs) It's okay to put yourself first. Oh, I love that. It's, it's so hard to do. It's so hard to do. So hard. Yeah. I love that. So self-care, make sure your own needs are getting, I mean, it's the whole mask in the airplane. Always in the airplane being, you know, if you can't take care, if you're not getting oxygen, no one's going to get oxygen. No one. And, and it also, I'm a hypocrite. I'm terrible at that. I'm not the best either, but I have learned to take mental health days because I'm realizing how much my, my mood affects my clients with, with living with dementia. And if I am rubbing off of them in a bad way, or if I am mad or it's coming off, they're going to be mad. And then it's going to make my job harder and everyone's pissed and I made everyone upset. And so it really does make it harder when we don't care for ourselves because it's a ripple effect, um, especially with dementia care. So it's just, um, we have to, we have to give ourselves priority, but I know it's easier said than done. And so so I hate saying it. Yeah. I I, I hate being like, come on guys, because I know it's not like, okay, let me go do self-care now. Carrie said so. Um, So, you know, there's all these other components. Now I need to get respite so I can do self-care. Okay. But now I need the money to get respite. Yeah. And yeah. And again, there are a lot of resources out there. There's just a lot, lot. you know, and people like when you hear respite and hospice, there's a different idea than it really is. There's free and, you know, paid for by insurance care out there. It's not like it used to be. It's, it's not. No. And there's such a stigma around hospice. Don't get me started. I love hospice. (laughs) I do too. Hospice and palliative care. Yeah. Just call and ask. Just mm-hmm. call and ask, see if you're covered, yes. you know, and, and I've had clients who have been on hospice and have come off hospice because oh, they got better. Full on graduated. I had a woman yeah. graduate from hospice six times. It was incredible. Right. So it's right. not a, this death sentence, like we think, and also you just never know what you qualify for. And it's good yeah. to just call places, even when you don't necessarily need the services at that moment, because most places have a year long wait. So yeah. get on it now. Right. Especially with COVID. And then you don't know in a year you might need it. Yeah. But if you don't say thanks, take right. me off. And then the next person gets it. Yeah. You you can't lose. So just start calling, get on those wait lists yeah. and just prepare for the future. You never know what's going to happen, especially if someone were to something to happen to the, to the caregiver and they need somewhere to go for their loved one when the caregiver gets surgery or something, right. let's say, or yeah. So there's right. a lot of things that can happen. Yeah. Okay. So just really quick again. Okay. Carrie Albert's Dementia Darling. Yes. (laughs) yes. You can find mostly on Instagram right now, right? I'm mainly Instagram, but I'm trying to be more on Facebook because, but, uh, but yes. And TikTok, but hit me up on Instagram. Okay. 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 Perfect. Um, so what's one success story from your work? Like what, uh, what feels like a success to you? That's super hard. But of course, (laughs) when I, when I feel like I have given the care, a caregiver a space to breathe and finally, um, be real and just feel like they're, they found someone that they can just tell it like it is with. And that's a success to me when I'm like, when people are like, oh my gosh, you get it. And that's a huge success to me. But I want to say on the other hand, a client success that I will never forget. I shared it on my page once. Um, and as an activity director, it was a huge success for me. I felt, um, 
I was doing a church service on Sundays. I, I was, uh, I would do one every Sunday. I was trained by a chaplain. I was very proud of my little Sunday services. It was very great. Um, cause as we know with dementia music and prayers and things like that, are the last to go in our mind. And I was doing the Lord's prayer with everyone and a man that was nonverbal, except for maybe saying three words for the last few years, stood up and said the whole Lord's prayer with me. Wow. And it was incredible. So wow. we had the family come and every Sunday he'd get up and say the Lord's prayer for everyone. And it was a beautiful addition um, to our service. And it was just uh, absolutely beautiful to watch. So things wow. like that uh, make everything worth it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Have you found, um, it's, it's a little bit of a phenomenon. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. You're it's fine. a little bit of a, a phenomenon that I've seen that, um, and you're more educated in this than I am. Um, but when, when someone comes in and, and they've, they've forgotten you, they can't say your name or whatever. Sometimes I feel, I, I find that they still remember the way you made them feel hundred thousand percent um they know who you are as a being i I, they know your energy yeah they know your energy they know how you make them feel my my clients in my in my 10 years i don't i I honestly did not have a client that knew my name until the last uh, two years and so in 10 years, I didn't have a client. They always just knew me as the girl that made them happy or the girl that made oh, them yeah. feel safe, but I never was Carrie. And, yeah. and someone recently said, or this past uh, two years ago said, Hey, Carrie, when I walked in one day and I bawled because it was the oh. first time ever that someone had remembered my name, Wow! but I still knew all those people before they still yeah. loved me and I loved yeah. them, but yeah. they just they knew me for just my being and who I, what I brought to them. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Right. It totally, it, you, like yeah. you said, it's totally true. It's, yeah. it's fascinating to me because I'll watch different caregivers come in and they'll immediately like tense or they'll immediately relax. They don't know their name. They'll, who are you? Where are you from? But their bodies respond to they the know. short and patient ones or the, you know, patient loving ones. Like there's something in there that, that still understands, like you said, like the being. Totally. And we can, we see that with family members. You see when, you know, children will come and visit and one child, they'll be very relaxed with and another one they're, they're very nervous with and have behaviors with maybe. And you're like, Oh, I wonder how that dynamic is. But at the same time, I don't want to say that's necessarily a, you know, if they're acting that way, that's not true because I, on the other hand, I have reminded people of, of other people so a person with dementia yes. has thought I was someone else and that made them upset. I was someone who hurt them in the past. Yeah. But on the other hand, I was someone's high school sweetheart. So his wife right. did not like me. <laughs> uh, so it's, you know, it can go either way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. I remember my husband's own grandma decided we were, we were newer married. So I didn't respond real good, but decided my husband was her husband. And I was a little bit like, uh, that's my husband. But I, I just should have been like, Oh, take her home, you know, just hold her hand or whatever. Well, and it's okay. And I've learned that because, yeah, because people get upset and rightfully so family members, you know, they're like, I'm not your sister. I'm your daughter. Totally. But the thing that I like to say is she might think you're her sister or her mom, maybe, but that just means she associates you with someone she loves deeply. And so it doesn't mean you're not someone she, you're just, she loves you so deeply. She literally is, you thinks you're her mother. That's how much she loves you, you know? So it's like, you have to think about it in that way. It's not, it's not a bad thing necessarily. And we just have to embrace what they're trying to tell us. Yeah. And kind of just meet them where they are. 
that's all we can do. And where they are, it really yeah. is all we can do. Yeah. I, I think our first instinct is to try to fix it and just like, no, 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 no. This is so-and-so. No, 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 no. But it's, because, it's, it's yeah. hurting everyone. I, totally. Oh, totally. Because it's our loved one and we want to, you know, it, we've always seen them as someone who's understood what is going on. So we're like, come on, mom. No, no. Uh, it's not going to help anyone to fight with them. Right. right so right. yeah, it's just, but it's so hard in the moment. It's so hard. And it's hard to, to come up with stuff on the, you know, on the drop of a hat. It's hard. Right. So it's, it takes a lot of practice. So don't yeah. beat yourself up. <laughs> right. Right. You're, yeah. you're going to, you're, it's going to go like this. You're yeah. going to figure it out. But hopefully it kind of goes like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, I've worked with these people for years and I still am like, I don't know what to say. Like, yeah. so it, just, it just happens. Yeah. Tell us again what your degree is for. So yeah. I am focused in um, gerontology, which is the study of aging. So I have a master of science degree and, um, and then I'm a certified dementia practitioner. So I just uh, have focused all of my studies on um, dementia care. And um, my thesis was all around a program for um, Alzheimer's caregivers. So uh, that's just always been my love. So that's, yeah. I just, we need more resources for the caregivers. I know. We just need more resources for the caregivers. I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. We have a freaking mention darlings out there who are. I'm yeah. coming. I'm trying. Yeah, champions for caregivers. Yeah. You know that no. are overlooked. Oh, we we are in your corner. I'm in your corner. 100% caregivers, yeah. and I just hope they know that. And I I do love seeing. Um, I'm seeing a lot of younger people come. You know, start Instagrams that are like Jero focused, and there's a new Jero yeah. influencer wave, and um, I am one of those, and I'm excited. Yeah. And so I think you know we're going in the right direction, and there yeah. are a lot of younger people that love seniors. So we just gotta um keep finding those our peeps and bring them in and do right. some good things uh because we are not prepared for the baby no. boomers no. and we need to get our act together <laughs> so. right right so if someone does they see it coming what yeah. is the best way to get educated what what would be some first steps it's hard because i know people feel comfortable in different ways doing things yeah. uh because some people love scrolling on instagram and just yeah. taking it little by little i like to make my posts very digestible because okay. i'm kind of like ah so i like yeah. it just okay tell me a sentence right. at a time right yes. and then i can just go through and do that so yeah. you know instagram might work for some people Facebook, you might get more of an in-depth, you know, more conversation wise and chats, which is great, but, um, places, you know, uh, going online caregiveralliance.org, I believe it's.org is incredible caregiver Alliance. Um, uh, Alzheimer's association, of course, if you're dealing with someone living with dementia or Alzheimer's, uh, but there are just truly go just Googling, honestly, caregiver support in your area, you will be surprised. I live in Las Vegas, Nevada, and Nevada is notoriously known for being terrible at, at services. Like we, yeah. we have, we are like one of the worst states in education. We're one of the worst states in medical care. We don't do things the best. Uh, we just don't. <laughs> so, and I'm impressed by what we have here. Yeah. So I, I really encourage you to see what's in your area. And I know people that live in rural areas, it's harder. So yeah. you have to be creative. Um, you have to kind of get deep into Google and get creative with your, with your searches. Um, but look for caregiver coaches, look for, um, just, uh, 
what is it boards where people are chatting you know there's so yeah. many places but um but if you need it in person there like I was saying you know if you find places like nonprofits that I work for yeah. there's case managers and social workers there to talk to you and just be there to to support you and guide you and help you with yeah. a care plan um and that's free so just keeping your eyes open for those kind of things. And of course, what you, what you do. And, um, so at caring for mom and dad, but I, uh, there's a lot of services, but just starting online. And if you're not comfortable on online necessarily, um, maybe reaching out to groups in your community, if you are part of a religious organization, they might have places you can go, um, and, uh, reach out to your friends. Sometimes we don't, talk about the things we're going through and then you don't realize oh my gosh half my congregation at church is dealing with this right or you know (laughs) so just be vocal speak up and see what else is out there and who else is having this issue right yeah I put a pretty vulnerable post on Facebook last week on my personal page and I was shocked at the people that reached out kind of behind the scenes and like I've done that same thing and I was so sure I was alone in it yeah so sure I was alone and I was amazed at the people that reached out and in such kindness too but also I'm going through the same thing and I was surrounded by people going through the same thing and I was so sure I was doing it alone right yeah and that's the best feeling right where you like oh my gosh I'm not crazy I am in good company and now I can talk to them and be like okay is this cool like are you doing this too and yeah Yeah. no Mm -hmm. you know what's the best honestly I'm gonna put another plug out there for hospice like call your local hospice. Thank you. Yes. You really could qualify for their care. I mean, there's all kinds of levels, insurance pays for it. It's not just for the last two weeks of life. It's no. just not. Thank but you. The yes. thing is, even if you don't qualify, they are plugged in. They will tell you, yes, where no. to go next. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're like, we can't help you, but here's support groups. Here's mm-hmm. homes. Here's, they are really plugged into the community and they have totally. people that they're only job is to be plugged into the community to give resources out. Absolutely. Well, and I don't know if you have this in Arizona, um, because here we have 211 and it's Nevada 211 and you call just 211 and it takes you and you literally just say, I am a dementia caregiver. I need the resources. And they give you every resource in your area that you could kidding me. Yeah. That's amazing. I know. And no one knows about it. And so, oh my gosh. Yes. And, and I was a marketer for our company. So I would always be like, guys, how does no one know about this resource? But it's just not out there. So who knows? You might have one in your state. Yeah. um, It's not out there and we're not talking about it. I think enough. We're living in the isolation as caregivers and we're just not talking about it enough. Completely. Yeah. And but I'm a verbal a, processor. Like I have to talk out all my heavy decisions. And so you got to find someone to talk to. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And um, one other resource, it, it's usually for pay, but geriatric case managers are incredible. And that has been a really big resource. I feel, especially for people that might have a loved one across the country, let's say that you can't get to because of COVID or, or something, you can call these geriatric case managers and they can kind of be your fill-in advocate for your loved one and they can set up everything you would need. Like if your loved one's in the hospital and you can't get across the country to be with them in the hospital, you can call one of these people and they will stay with them and they're educated and they're amazing and they're there to be their advocate in your place. So that's another amazing resource. Yeah, just don't feel like you have to do it alone. No, please don't. Yeah, you are not alone in this. No. Okay, if there is one just word of wisdom that you could 
leave people with. That's hard because it's so it's so encompassing. So hard. It's so hard. But I I think you know to just just say it yet again. You are not alone. I know. I know. Like, and I and I hate being. I know it's easier said than done to feel that way. But I promise you, you're not alone, caregivers. And it's such a hard job and you're doing it all. And please give yourself grace. Please give yourself a break. You're awesome. Like you're doing it all. So give yourself a pat on the back and let yourself relax for a second. I you deserve it. Right. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I love that. Okay. Tell us again. Tell us you. How do we contact you? All of that. Dementia Darling. Uh, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, just at Dementia Darling. Um, please message me if you ever need support, just to vent, um, anything at all. I am here for you. I'm creating a service so I can be there for caregivers at any time. So I'm working on that. And I um, hopefully will have respite one day for you too. And uh, have darlings all over the world. So keep an eye out for <laughs> Dementia Darling. But uh, that's the goal. But um, but yes, please. I'm here for you. Dementia darling, Carrie Alberts. I'm, I'm here for you at, at anything you would need, um, caregivers or people living with dementia themselves. And you can email me at dementia darling at gmail.com as well. So yeah. thank you. Oh Thanks God. for having me. Hey, thank you. So I had not met Carrie before this zoom call. Like, yeah. Addie, who was amazing, set it amazing. all up and did all the communication. I know she was sweetest. She's my yes. daughter-in-law. I love her. I heard. I <laughs> love that by I the love, way. I think that's I awesome. I love her. It's so great. So, but, um, Anyway, I had never met you, but I love you. You were doing such an important work. And I'm so grateful that there are Carries out there who I'm are so glad. helping caregivers not you. feel alone. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That's the goal. And I'm so glad that you are out there and that you are providing this amazing just education and service because it's so needed and there needs to be a safe place for people to turn to. So thank you. Thank you. And I'm sorry. I feel like I'm screaming. So I'm sorry to anyone listening if I'm literally screaming at you. (laughs) I'm loud anyway. I was like, oh, this is bad when I opened it. (laughs) This is that, and I'm loud as it is as well. So yeah, turn down the volume, people. Right, Sorry. Right. Oh well, it was so good to meet you. Thank, thank you. you. you Thanks for too. taking time with me tonight. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you. Let's talk soon. Yes. Yes. We'll be in touch. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Bye.